Hello everyone, I'm Shannon Steves and I'm a confidence and courage coach and today I'm lucky to have Heather Johnson with us today. I had met Heather through a friend um, and she had told me about Heather and how amazing she is. <laughs> and we went for lunch a couple of weeks ago now or beginning of January maybe and we sat there for three and a half hours just talking about life and when you just meet someone and you just feel comfortable and you tell each other your whole life story pretty much and that was how I felt with you Heather <laughs> yeah it was super nice thank you for having me yeah so then um so the book that Michelle had recommended that you actually recommended to her was the highly intuitive people and I've realized the last probably especially six months that I'm highly intuitive. <laughs> and I was re-listening to the book this morning, and it says 15 to 20% of people are, but lots of people don't realize they are. Would you agree with that, Heather? Yeah, I would actually wonder if it would be even more than that, to be honest. I, I think there's a lot of intuitive people, and we don't necessarily know that we are, or we don't necessarily acknowledge that we are. Mm -hmm. um, but I would... I would definitely wonder with um, as much anxiety and depression that there is in the world today, most people that I've met that have that experience are highly intuitive people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge thing too. Like there was tons of things that you said that were just like so insightful. I'm like, you should be a coach. I know I remember saying that to you and just like, <laughs> just like so blown away with your knowledge. Um, but that was part of the reason you said kind of no to it, just because you feel everyone's emotions so much. And I would agree with that. So um, for myself, so just being like aware to just do the right practices before you go into a session or whatever else. Um, yeah, I think definitely it's learning what is your, um, your intuition and how you discern what's yours from everything else in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I would ask you, how do you know what's yours? Yeah, and that's kind of what you said. Like, does it belong to me? And I actually use that phrase a lot lately. And my husband's a pretty anxious person. So we actually had someone inquiring about our house the last couple days. And he hasn't been able to sleep. He never sleeps that great. And um, the one morning I felt, was it this morning or yesterday morning? I just felt like anxious in my gut. And I said, are you anxious? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, what does this belong to? It's him. Like, I was thought I was feeling fine. But he, yeah, I feel a lot from him and just, like, friends and just people around me. I realize now that I don't love going to Costco. I don't know who does, but I, I thought no, I used to I hate it. Yeah, always love it. And now I'm just like, it's exhausting. And I always thought I was such an extroverted person. And then really having my own business and before COVID when I was home by myself a lot I'm like I love just being alone and I I usually have some kind of music playing or um noise in the background and realizing that's a bit of my I don't know I was talking to someone today that she just got diagnosed with ADD and I'm like I feel like it's all kind of connected like ADD yes. slash intuitive right because if I'm feeling everyone's yes. emotions and like energy then no wonder I'm like, okay, look, there's a squirrel or there's this, right? Like, no wonder I'm, yes. I'm jumping from place to place. So even talking to the doctor today, because um, I did an assessment probably f four months ago, and then she's like, 
what made you do this assessment? And she did say, like, your results did show that you, you do have ADD. Um, but I was telling her that I've just been learning about that I'm more intuitive and even struggling with depression. How much of that is for feeling other people's energy? Like, even, uh-huh. like, you know, I was suicidal again, like, Christmas Eve. But then I had even asked my sister, like, were you feeling any f- negative feelings? She's like, no. Um, so just asking people around me... Um, if they were, because I was doing fine. And then all of a sudden I was like super in a dark space. Right. So just thinking too, maybe that wasn't even my, my struggle. Right. So, um, more than likely I would, I would wonder if that was yours for sure. Yeah. And I mean, even to think about Christmas time and how it can be one of the most difficult times of the year for most people. mm -hmm. And so whether it's even people within your own family or, anywhere in in the universe like you're psychic and intuitive and you can pick up and I mean if the mass consciousness is anxiety depression you know feeling like you don't want to be here anymore Mm -hmm. when you're an intuitive person you can pick up on that and you have no idea Mm -hmm. and it's because you don't acknowledge what you're aware of Mm -hmm. and so the more that you acknowledge that you're intuitive the more that you acknowledge that it's a gift. ADD is a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, OCD is a gift. Being depressed, being anxious, those are actually gifts. There are sensitivities that people have that aren't acknowledged, and then in turn you almost use it against yourself because you think everything that you're picking up is yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you think you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of times I'm like, if I would... It would be exhausting, but if I wrote down all the thoughts that went in in my head, and that's why I think, well, I know I am a confidence and courage coach because I have a lot of negative thoughts, which most people do, right? But just again from um, just listening to this book again, talking about like your your upbringing and things that happened. So they said a big thing is about your nurturing um, when you're young. And I was born, like to start off with, I was only four pounds. And I was, like, shoved into the ICU and how they even say, um, like, younger people now compared to people um, born in the 70s or 80s, how they're just more outgoing and have more confidence compared to, um, like, someone like me. So I'm 36. That didn't have that nurturing right away, right? Like, that emotional um, just bond right? Right at birth. And then just going to into my childhood of like losing my dad. And then they always say, not always, they said in this book, which just everything was just hitting everything like a childhood trauma. Or then if you have an autoimmune disease, just everything was like linking. If you love chocolate, you didn't get enough nurturing when you were young. Um, just everything they were talking about. I'm just like, I have all of this. <laughs> so it makes it, <laughs> yeah, makes sense, right? And I call it Absolutely. kind of um, like other God sightings. Like before, I'm just like, oh, God's telling me to message this person. And then that person usually is in like a bed, bad headspace. Um, but I think it's my own personal like gifts, what you said too, of just like, just knowing that, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. cool. And, and to acknowledge that you do have knowing. Do I have a knowing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Everybody, everybody does. Everybody has their own knowing. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And it's when you acknowledge that that you can build on that and learn to trust and discern what like what's really your intuition from you know there's because you can pick up anything from anybody Mm -hmm. it's like what's influencing you to feel what you're feeling Mm -hmm. is it actually yours or is it that you watch something on tv and now you're having anxiety is it that you're picking up energy from someone else because really what intuition is to me is uh, you're translating energy basically Mm-hmm. And so how do you know what intuition to follow if you don't know what's yours? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what did you say to me before? Like, I know what you said, but just to tell the people, <laughs> the people. Um, yeah, the phrase About, that you said to me, like, does this belong to you? I guess I can tell them to like, and yes, if so th- one of the one of the things that I've learned access consciousness is a set of tools and there's facilitators all over the world. But one of their main tools is to ask, who does this? Long to and another tool that they teach is whatever's true for you is light and whatever is a lie is heavy mm-hmm. so learning to discern um what is yours through tools like that um that same if you're feeling anxious is this mine mm-hmm. if you feel lighter then it is if you if it feels heavy then it's a lie and when you're picking up on energies and you are taking them on as if they're yours, you can't change that because it's not yours. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to fix something that's not fixable because mm-hmm. it's not, it has nothing to do with you. You're just translating energy, but you're assuming it's yours because there's a path of learning to know it's your own knowing of what is guiding you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's what I would say the practice is is really learning who you are what you're aligning with and to know what's influencing you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's so true like even reading this book and listening to you and I'm just like huh like just things are making sense right and like I have such vivid dreams and it always says I'm trying to find my note about vivid dreams on here. <laughs> um just and you some, remember them typically? Yeah, like I remember nice. them. It actually I usually have like one or two. Well, I have them quite frequently, but they're pretty vivid, like once or twice a week. But then when I started on my antidepressants again, mm. I it was almost every night it was mm-hmm. um super vivid so I'm like I don't know what this means but again like my body's going through changes right and yes new medication um yeah just saying like vivid dreams you need to solve something there's something coming up that's what said from the book like there's something it's always letting me know I know I had a dream that a friend in high school um had passed away and actually like I should have wrote this down but he did end up passing away so now that's probably been my biggest thing that like, I don't think, well, I don't know. I feel like I'm not psychic, but at the same time, something like that, it's like huge, right? Absolutely. Um, Definitely. And I've had and it. It's, it's great to acknowledge it, like to know that you're, that's something and mm-hmm. that's pretty major. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, so now I try to follow up with things, right? Like, obviously, and mm-hmm. I had a bad dream about my ex that he wasn't in a good headspace, so I got my friend to message him, and she's like, yeah, he wasn't. So just following those, uh-huh. those kind of little, yeah, whatever urges. you want to call them, right? Yeah, urges, and yeah. I feel like, because I am a believer, so I feel like it is, like, God telling me, like, check in with this person, right? Like, yes. um. And not to be scared of it, but just, yeah, use it as a gift, like what you just said. So, Well, and oftentimes it actually might be scary. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's typically not something that you're going to be comfortable with. Yeah. And that's kind of almost a way of knowing somewhat, too. Yeah. It, yeah, if it pushes you outside of your comfort zone and, it, like, you almost feel sick about it, mm-hmm. I would wonder that. You know, that's something pretty big coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest thing. Like, even with our silly house, like I kind of told you about that. Um, but I feel like it's linked a lot to just stuff with my family and just trying to heal mm-hmm. stuff. But I remember you saying, like, why does it have to be? Like, you're putting that expectation on you. Mm-hmm. But every time someone now has inquired about our house, like, so even there was this lady this week, and I'm like, I have a feeling that she's going to ask a million questions, get all these details, and, like, it's something won't go through for it, but it will get us prepared for, like, the following person. Like, I felt like it wasn't going to be good. And, yeah, today she gave us a really low offer, and we're like, no. <laughs> um, so things like that, that, and that's what you said, too, not to try to figure out why you have a certain feeling right. um because that can drive you crazy too but now I just have acknowledged okay I have not a great feeling about this and they usually come to light and the reason for that right but well and I would I would just always question is it mine mm-hmm. like is the feeling yours is the feeling hers mm-hmm. and and that a feeling doesn't have to be significant and it, it you're just translating energy really there's absolutely nothing more to it than that so it's just to kind of be curious about why you're feeling that mm-hmm. you may not know why but asking okay is it mine what's influencing me does this feel like like god or source or creator whatever every, everybody um chooses to believe in mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely be curious about it. Like, it's a, it's an amazing gift to have mm-hmm. to be able to connect with people on a level like that, to be able to translate energy from source to be able to contribute to other people. Like, that's wild. Mm-hmm. You know? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, that's I would why just I... always be in the question, though, like anything, especially heavy feeling things. Like, mm-hmm. is, is this am I picking this up from someone else or is it actually me? And then even if it is you, you can even go deeper that, you know, what's, what am I thinking right now that's creating this or what am I choosing to focus on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it is just energy coming up and that's all that it is. Yeah. And that's, that's the trick. Like they keep saying it's a gift and even listening to this book again, but at the same time, they could, like, which again is so true. They're like your other feels super insightful, and you like do a lot of things, or you feel like overwhelmed. You get overwhelmed super quick. So I'm like, that's me all the time, right? Like, because again, you're taking, which makes sense. You're taking on other people's energy, um, 
so yeah, but even learning more and more about myself, I find it's almost overwhelming now knowing that, okay, it's overwhelming, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of a relief to be like, okay, is this mine to carry or is it someone else's? But then it's almost exhausting being so aware. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, and that's why people choose not to be. Yeah, I guess. Hey? But being choosing to not be aware is depression. Mm. That is anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Because your awareness isn't what's creating that that at all. Yeah. You're 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 um sensing all of that energy, but you're not choosing to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what happens when energy just surrounds you? Yeah. Well, you feel like you're drowning. Yeah, and then you're depressed. Yeah, or yeah. And really, a lot of the time, it's choosing to, you know, like there's an awareness there that you're not getting, and if you were to become aware of what was um, coming up for you or what you were tuning into, and you could choose around it or choose to outcreate it. Like, there just wouldn't be that heaviness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would always be outcreating yourself and becoming greater and greater and greater rather than being kind of stuck in the fear of what you're perceiving. Yeah. hmm Huh. So this is kind of going backwards, but what... <laughs> but what... Because you're always, you're always learning about yourself. So what courses and what programs have you taken... Um, and when we were talking kind of about this before we jumped on, but like you said, you kind of, yeah, I'll let you answer, but like, when did you find out or kind of figure out of how intuitive you were kind of share a little bit of your story and your journey? I don't know, to be honest with you. Like I was trying to think if there was like a defining moment in my life where I sort of was like, Oh, but I, I was a sensitive kid, like super sensitive and super afraid actually Mm. I was always afraid of everything and I was really connected to my mom like I would hide behind her I was always holding her hand around her like like I physically had to be around her Mm. and that was sort of my safe place right yeah um so I I know I must have perceived energy and not understood it Mm -hmm. um I have communed with spirit before so I wonder as a child if there was that for me that I didn't know Mm. and I didn't know what to do with it yeah um but I've always been curious I've always loved learning I'm a Sagittarius so higher learning being curious wanting to know everything you know what the biggest questions in the world I want to know what's happening why is this like that so Mm -hmm. I think my curiosity has always been a gift um, I've always read, I have taken psychosomatic therapy courses, Reiki, access consciousness. I took NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. Um, I took my life coaching and I started to take my pastoral studies. I was wanting to work in hospice after my mom passed away. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I, I just dabble in a lot of things. I'm not an expert in anything at all. Um, but I just love to learn, and and you learn about yourself doing that. So that's mm-hmm. been a real gift to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so what made you not work in hospice after? 
the course actually ended they canceled it so I never did go through with that but it is something that I think of there is a death doula course Mm. and I have seven-year-old twins right now so to be honest just to to have to leave whenever you get called that someone's dying wasn't really doesn't work for my life at this moment yeah um but when they're a bit older it's something that I still have on the back burner that I may take on Mm. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, because I don't love death, but I think it is such an honor to be with someone as they transition mm. and um, to be able to hold people in that space would be a real gift. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, any kind of like nurturing and um, support in that area would be huge for people, right? So, yes, even though I just yeah, met I you, but I know how huge your heart is here. Oh, and even though you say you're no expert, but that's a thing like. It's silly what society tells us, right? Like, to me, I'm like, you know a ton of stuff, right? And, um, yeah, I would call you an expert there, Heather. <laughs> oh, you're too <laughs> I, I'm a lifelong learner, and you know, that's all I ever want to be. I yeah. I just love to learn, and I love talking with people like this, because yeah. this is how you get awareness. Yeah. Well, that's how you grow. Yeah, and if I didn't meet Michelle, and then she didn't know, like, it's just it's just cool how it all works, right? And we're yes. connected and yeah what is it six degrees of separation or something like yeah. that yeah yeah it's just so neat so then just looking at I know you said before you will gave the book the highly intuitive people so then did you have things like um like do you have any kind of auto autoimmune issues? I've never had that I have I have had depression and anxiety um I used to have irritable bowel syndrome really bad and I became aware that that was to do with stress yeah and just how I was thinking about life yeah and so I I don't have that anymore um anxiety I was on um antidepressants for a while too and I did go off of them and and I don't actually I can't even actually say that that is my experience anymore mm. um, because I've just learned to really tune into to myself mm-hmm. and and to to get to know me and how I align with source mm-hmm. and and my higher self so that I know really what's true for me mm-hmm. and yeah the more and more that I practice that the less and less I feel anxious and worried and fearful I mean like truly believing that the universe, God, source has your back, but that you have your back. Like Mm -hmm. no matter what happens, you have your own back. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's really been a big thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just makes me think of like, I'm doing a course right away for women. And I think now there's 14 ladies in there that it's about just loving yourself and really building on, your confidence and courage and those limiting beliefs. Like we, mm-hmm. we've been conditioned for so many ways of is thinking. Is it even yours? Pardon? Honestly. Yeah. Is it even yours? Yeah. That's the thing. Like there's so many things that people buy into that have nothing to do with what they truly want in life and what they truly think. Yeah. And you're just doing what the world says. Yes. Yes. So that's very cool. Yeah, so I'm excited for that and just to try to, yeah, empower these ladies because, yeah, it's been my biggest struggle and just what I've learned and 
been able to ex like share those experiences with others it's it's just so rewarding um as i'm i'm a guide and a um i hear like have you heard of like the villain the guide the hero the the victim with donald miller talks no. about just like in a story but in our life right where at times we've been the victim right like we mm -hmm. we never take um like take the not take the blame but we always say i don't have my notes in front of me <laughs> but then um and then villain is always like they've went through stuff and they're gonna make everyone else go through hard stuff too okay hero is they've been through hard stuff but they want to um like tell people about it so they don't have to go through it so i feel like that's what i try to be i feel like like i've been through mm -hmm. some hard stuff but i'm gonna share my story and journey so then some other mom doesn't have to struggle like this right and we right. all have our own journeys um and i think that's even part of this like doing the podcast and sharing different people's insights right like we might have different beliefs but just just learning about how everyone else is wired and if I can learn something from it if it's going to help me heal then yes. why, then why not right so definitely um, definitely yeah I think it's just so empowering and inspiring um when it's that reciprocity you know like that's such a big word what does that mean your your <laughs> story with others and so you're contributing to them but in turn they're contributing back to you like there's just mm -hmm. you, everybody's giving and receiving all the time and yeah. when you're in a space that's safe and that you can trust and feel open there's like what's better than that yeah mm -hmm. so true. yeah that's beautiful so i didn't have well i just had a bunch of points written down but do you have anything else you want to share to end off just thank you Aww. This was very nice to talk to you like this. <laughs> it was. I feel like we need to go for coffee or whatever, like once a month. Another three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Our poor waitress. Luckily, I gave her a good tip, but my yeah. bill was only like $10 when we sat there for three hours. <laughs> well, and thank you to our dear friend, Michelle, too. Yes. Definitely contributed to this. Yeah, and, and connected us. Beauty? Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she is. Oh, well, thank you so much. I will just end, too, with um, talking about sponsorship. So I will try to get a sponsor every time I do one of these. So I've gotten a couple sponsors in the past. So um, it's just $25 to be a sponsor. And then I talk about your business on my podcast. So if anyone ever wants to do that, just you can DM me and I'll put in the notes how else you can contact me. But thank you again, Heather, and keep being amazing. And yeah, we're going to have to chat soon again. That sounds awesome. Thanks very much. Okay. See you. Thanks. Bye-bye.